Okay, we're recording. Again. Again. Two. All right, here we are, Dr. J, backyard. <laughs> we're in the backyard, and it's really hard to make it sound fresh because um, we had to stop <laughs> due to the our neighbors having uh, their apparently their whole landscaping redone because <laughs> we had blowers, lawnmowers. Anyways, we're back. A lot of stuff going on in the BMX world. Old grumpy pros were texting each other privately about everything that's going on, and uh, we figured we might as well just have a podcast and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. We got a cool little uh, group chat, is that what you call it? It was a, little, yeah, the yeah. group, there's, well, there's a lot, right? So, depending on what platform you use, but right. there's a lot of platforms going on, a lot of people, a lot of discussions on different platforms in our respective groups. Yeah, it's good though, because like Javier is a little bit more disconnected, you know, cause he works a lot. Yeah. And Javier's like... And plays a lot. And he's like, uh, oh, there was a race there this weekend. There was weekend. a race. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, two of them actually. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, I guess let's we'll talk about the UCI World Cup a little bit before that. Maybe a little scoop. Uh, scoop. I want. I just updates. Wanna, yeah, updates. Yeah, no, more more updates. Yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about because um, I don't think we talked about it on the last podcast because it's been a while. Uh, my team. So I have picked up a couple riders. Um, Pat Doty was already kind of riding for me. Uh, I packed up Aid. Uh, packed up. You packed him up. I packed him up. Packed up Aiden Otten. Put him in the van. <laughs> Put him on the road. Yeah. So Aiden, we picked up Aiden, a 14 expert from San Diego, uh, used to ride with you guys at GT, Steve yeah, Spencer, when yeah. Tyler was doing the GT team. Uh, we obviously know his dad, Brian, is a Brian. 80s, 90s guy. Yeah, was, Brian raced a lot. Was he in the 80s? or I know he's in the 90s. Definitely nine, 90s, because he's right. younger than me by a bit, but yeah. he was solid amateur, solid A-pro. So, so Aiden, I, so yeah, I guess Aiden was, uh, you know, I think he was three times national champion on GT yeah. and one of those little kids that won a lot of stuff. And then his dad was telling me he kind of got burnt out and just kind of stopped racing and just started riding uh, the skate park. And that's what he's been doing for the last two or three years. And then uh, Brian reached out to him. I still see Brian at the track here and there. And he's like, hey, you know, Aiden's coming back. Would you be interested in doing something? I said, well, let me kind of watch him for a little bit. And then I kind of started watching him at the track and then looking at his Instagram and stuff and then talking to Brian a little bit. He said he really wants to get back into racing. I said, okay, well, let's do it. So it's been great. He's done a couple of nationals. Um, he also competed in the first USA BMX. It's like their freestyle national Their freestyle series. nationals, yeah. yeah, yeah, in Arizona. And he got fourth place in that. Nice. And uh, so great kid anyway. So stoked to have Aiden on the team. And then uh, through you um, and uh, some of the sponsors coming to the table. Well, yeah, hooked up with uh, Alec Bob, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, Alec's yeah. a good, good kid. I say kid because he's really young. Um, and I would say even younger in BMX years, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, what was he? he had a job. He graduated college, got a job in the industry, and then uh, I think he just – I think he had a heart-to-heart -heart with the parents, and they were like, look, if you want to do this, yeah, do it. And uh, – you know, it's kind of nice, though, when you have the degree and the ability to work, mm -hmm. that you can put that aside and pursue BMX racing, which is nice because um, just watching Alec on social, seems like he's he's out there racing the Florida State Series, which that's one thing I regret. Yeah, yeah. From even my days racing. Always said that. Didn't we? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, racing, it's, Florida's a big market. It, the tracks are good and different. Like, a lot of the tracks kind of are varied, you know, over-unders or crossovers or mm -hmm. pro-sections and... Um, some are long, some are just, uh, they're all kind of meat-heady, though. Yeah, um, but, even the you know, past riders. Florida's, yeah, Florida's just a great place to race. So, anyways, Alec getting on the podium there, and uh, and at some of the, I guess, he got in the main at Atlanta. He oh, made two, two mains, days. two days in Atlanta, yeah. he made the main, he did a couple of those other nationals that yeah. don't have pro series. Correct, so correct, so he's... Yeah. He's working, man. We're super stoked, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's, he's on the road now in Florida for, I think, a month. He's going to do some pump track stuff that's mm -hmm. coming up. Uh, so I'm super stoked. It's working out good, you know. And uh, I think through talking to you and then we decided to do it, um, it's a cool little fit, you know, just kind of leave him to it and so just, yeah. go, just go out there and race and post when you want to post and yeah. don't post when you don't feel like yeah. it's, you know, yeah. you need to post. And I think he's, we've got a good balance and uh, really stoked that, he's, uh, that it's working out for us. So that's cool. Um, so I guess that's on the team front. Just finished my spring break camp. That was really successful. It Super was. stoked at San Diego BMX. And I've just put out, or not just, but our dates are now out for summer camp. And they're filling up pretty quick. So I'm, How many weeks of summer camp? I am doing six weeks of summer camp okay. this year. Yeah, we did. You did like nine last nine, year. Nine, I think nine or ten last year. You know, wow. I just, Jason, I'm, I'm, it's really 
I'm old. I'm 50 this year, you know. I've got great help, you know, doing the camps. But it's it's draining because it's putting up the tents and the bikes. and the, It's the setup. Doing yeah. the camp is easy, but it's 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 just the setup and the breakdown each day. Yeah. But it's nothing to complain about. I love it. I have a lot of fun. I enjoy it. So, you know, it's really, um, yeah, rewarding for me. But i just got to kind of slow it down a little bit. And, uh, yeah, but work on really. Where's I mean, Jason Carnes when you need him? Yeah, no, exactly. But... Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. And, uh, I guess that's it on my scoop. Uh, you got any scoop? No, I have no scoop. Um, what about the, 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 the tour thing we were talking about? Oh yes. Yeah. We, BMX weekly is going to hit the road. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. That's a big one. Yeah. So I floated this idea on Facebook of hitting the road, um, summer tour style. I was getting a bit nostalgic uh, we probably won't hit the road for a month straight, though. Right. Uh, so Dale and I have been talking, and it looks like we'll we'll definitely go to some hot spots around the country over the next, we'll say, year, mm-hmm. and you know, do a Florida hangout, yeah, do yeah. a South North Carolina hangout, mm-hmm. do a you know Pacific Northwest hangout or a NorCal trip or a desert trip, you know, kind of the Nevada, Southern Utah, Arizona thing, um, and really just just ride maybe maybe we'll do a free clinic um definitely i'd love to talk to parents mm-hmm. about racing and helping your kids succeed in that and then maybe how that stuff applies to life in general um yeah and just just document it and give some and product out give some product out and just just kick it like you know the band it's always good when the band hits the road right i mean mm-hmm. what's that one band that's been touring forever everybody now right everyone so anyway yeah. they make money yeah so basically <laughs> yeah and that's the other piece um it's we can make money sitting at home but we wouldn't mind making a few bucks on the road either yeah. so um i don't think it's even yeah. about making money it's just no. about having fun and getting some of the old buddies out there exactly and without exactly a good... and that's what i want to document yeah. i want to document not just our conversations, but I mean, you know, uh, wouldn't there's some people <laughs> mm. that, you know, it's, it's the conversations different when you're face to face and you're just having dinner or kicking it between motos or whatever than it is mm-hmm. when you're at a table and it's someone. I just office. think Florida would be yeah. so cool. Cause we've got, you know, we used to love going there, you know, during the race days um you know when we used to go go down there in spring break and stuff and we got so many there's so many still old friends there and mm-hmm. you've reached out to a few a lot of people already interested in yep. hooking up and yep. meeting at di- different spots and tracks yep. there's still quite a bit of the industry down there so yeah. it'd be cool to spend a week down there and just kind of travel around you know yeah and secretly not so secretly we're we're really thinking brian fell will listen to this and help coordinate it for, yeah yeah <laughs> for, I'm sure he will. make it easy for yeah. us um anyways yeah go down to go down to some classic tracks ride those tracks and uh have some fun and our practice run is going to be vegas right practice run yeah we're going to do <laughs> practice run vegas so uh load up the van and there's so many tracks and there's a pump track that'll be warm mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be warm but load up the van and hit the road yeah yeah super excited yeah, yeah. and uh i think we'll be able to pull out a few guys who have probably haven't been seen for a while exactly and exactly. Uh, it'll be cool um, do you want to talk about the UCI World Cup? Or your, you know that pink bike thing that you, that's kind of I cool. posted in the group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another group, people. <laughs> um, there's a BMX industry group, and I posted the pink bike state of the sport survey where they, they interviewed, not interviewed, they quite, they gave a questionnaire to all the top athletes, so talked about you know how much people get paid or don't talked about um you know what happened during covid but just basically um you know rules and this is mountain biking basically um every discipline in mountain biking even even freestyle and and slope style Uh, it was just super comprehensive actually about Mm -hmm. numbers um pay gap between women and men um riding the same course slash track i think that i actually i think in bmx we're ready for that mm-hmm. like the whole separate track thing is i mm-hmm. think kind of dated now personally mm-hmm. um 
and uh, what else was in there? Sponsorship dollars. I read. Oh, feeling like they obligated to post. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. For sponsorship, but, especially since racing, yes. there wasn't much racing last year. Yes, and the sponsors making them post, especially. And the sponsors. And, make, and this yeah, is feeling, more mountain biking yeah, where feeling yeah. obligated to post. Oh, yeah. also the another interesting thing was um, as the plane goes over is uh, injury, mm-hmm. feeling pressured to ride or race when you're injury and then also their concern about injury what i liked though was a lot of those athletes do carry insurance mm-hmm. which i know in bmx it's right <laughs> i'm gonna go i on a limb and when i was racing there was a lot of riders that didn't have insurance i don't yeah. know about now um but yeah about feeling obligated to race i remember even back in the day uh, matt hayden and you know so like that whole red line crew when yeah um, not Lynn Caston Redline, but kind of 90s, early 2000s Redline, there was a clause in the contract where if you miss three races for injury, you're out. Oh, I mean, that's, that's... how they got rid of Purse. Yeah, yeah. You know, never mind all those titles he won. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they did that to make room for Bubba, but then Bubba broke his foot off. Did it with Bubba. And, and did it with Bubba. And then Hayden, I remember Hayden was racing with a hernia. Mm-hmm. And because um, he was riding for Torker at the time, and he was racing because. He, he had, had to, to show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, So, um... Veltman, maybe, as well, on Tolker? Um, no, not Veltman. And, but and he got hurt on Tolker. He did get hurt, maybe, and maybe yeah. that's why they made that rule, but... Yeah. Um, and there was no social, right? So there was... It was right. harder to kind of... I'm using air quotes, people. Show your value. Yeah. Um, all that said, um, you know, they're humans on a bike. I think, I think that was kind of a stupid rule. I think it's different now, but... Mm-hmm. Um, anyways... It was a good article, and I, I like the when they talked about money because you know obviously a lot of people, especially in PMX racing, obviously the guys don't make that much money. But if it was out there, like they was talking about F one, yeah, and and um, on the podcast they talked about uh, Vettel how he doesn't do social media. There's certain people in certain sports, like just say Kristoff didn't have to do social media, right. and, and Sam Willoughby wouldn't have had to right. during his dominant years. And they're saying like in F one, Sebastian Vettel doesn't do social media. But he does. But when you when you have Red Bull behind you, but, or when you're yeah. winning the the big stuff, you, right. there's only a few guys that can get away Correct. with that. So it was cool. Correct. I was doing that, but they was talking about how much you know, and especially in soccer and a lot of other sports, um, it's out there how much they make. Yeah. Maybe if in the bike world, I guess in mountain biking as well, a lot of guys racing for very little or, or if nothing. Yeah. If it was out there, it might encourage the sponsors to. It might. We need to step up, guys. It this might. Is, it yeah, might. And yeah. I think it's it's interesting because there's, it's a double edged sword because the other piece is, you know, the bike industry. It's a real industry, right? Like people all over the, all over the world ride bikes, mm-hmm. just bikes. I'm being super general right now. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I. I think on one hand it'd be good if the money, you know, if it was okay, Willoughby makes X or um, you know Aaron Gwynn makes X or whatever, then you kind of have an idea and a gauge. But the other thing is too, it also, it also, um, what's the word? If you saw some of those numbers, it also might, it also might be less aspirational. Yeah, for yeah. For some people, it's like you know, uh, it's kind of like oh, what's the point or. Or it might not even to future possible sponsors. It might just kind of say, "Oh well, this yeah, know, there's yeah. nothing. There's not enough here to support it." Right. Right. If the top guy is only getting X, yeah. Why do I want to support it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it can go either way, mm. but I do. I do think how I do like how they're they're open and honest about everything. Even talked about um, what was it? If they're concerned about doping. Um, they were concerned. Yeah, concussion. They talked about that stuff. on the pod. Yeah, you didn't yeah. listen to the podcast. I went after you posted the article. I went and listened to the podcast as well. So if you guys hop it's on, on Pink, Pink Bike, Bike. Yeah. Pink Bike, yeah. So hop on Pink Bike. You can read it and then you can um, you can listen to a podcast as well. Uh, but they talked about the whole doping thing and you know all the you know um, in the mountain bike world. You know, seemed like e- EWS is that what it's called? Yeah, Enduro World Series. Seemed like there was more concern in that. You know, yeah, more yeah. concern in that than, than downhill. Um, yeah, and then cross country kind of had, seemed to have its own vibe as well. But um, good article, and it be, was good. It'd be cool to, and I, it, I know you post links from Pink Bike. I love um, Pink Bike. You do, you do, because at least once a week you put one on the industry page, and I really enjoy. You know, I, I do go on there probably not, not as much as you, but every time you do it, I'm like, it goes in my mind, and I posted it. Um, 
BMX racing, we do not have a hub. We don't. I know there's people that do cool stuff. Right. I know Mike's probably at the tail end. I, I really don't know, but I know he doesn't post too much on, on BMX News. He's a good guy. Maybe he's just kind of burnt out. It's a lot of work. I, think he's, I mean, I don't want to speak for Mike, but the, at least the vibe I get, and maybe it's because of the maybe because some of the posts are kind of specific to the kind of upper echelon of racing, whatever that is, mm-hmm. you know, elite, paid, national, international. Um, yeah, but I think his his main thing is grassroots and growing it from the bottom. So I, I'm not going to say there's a disconnect because Mike knows what's going on, but, but it's definitely just a, I think his area of interest from the sport perspective mm. might be a little bit different well it's a lot of work to do i mean just just from you doing your own stuff me doing my stuff teams camps that's a lot of stuff with social media websites updates talking to people so but our industry needs uh, our bmx you know uh, for racing but see that's the thing though i don't think it does need to be for racing because if the one thing that the pink bike i mean pink bike they will post downhill stuff and it's downhill heavy of course because that's mm. i think just the sexiest thing uh, actually it's enduro heavy because that's really the sport that everyone can kind of do mm-hmm. um but they have downhill they have enduro they have cross country i mean they cover they cover it all yeah um even even to some degree gravel mm-hmm. um and and i've even seen be you know some pump track stuff i mean they did did a post with nigel page and his bmx bike collection yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but my point is if pink bike is the mountain bike hub, it's all of mountain bike. Yeah. And the thing is, we do have vital BMX. We do have our BMX, but racing's just not. But there is room there. for us to. Uh, the, I think. The, I think. And by the way, like I, I know their readership or the people going there are not going to see racing, but I do think there would be some value, definitely for us, mm-hmm. um, and growth. I think if some racing were. In there, yeah. right? Along with but all the, the other, s- along with the other BMX discipline. Yeah, yeah. I still think a whole media, like I say, with pump track racing, the, yeah. the grassroots, the high end. There's a, you know, even this weekend we we watched it, so we know who the results and stuff from the UCI World Cup. But for somebody like Javier, is like I didn't know there was a World Cup on. Yeah. You know, so yeah. if you if you're not on Instagram or you're not following the guys, it yeah. would be good if there was a a hub where you can just go and get all that. Um, what's going on you know but yeah. i just think i just think we do a really bad bad job of of media in it within um within racing you know it's uh, you, you don't know what the hell's going on or you know unless you're well, really you embedded have to know, you know you have to know who to follow yeah right um or even to show like potential sponsors and stuff. A few of my sponsors have said, well, what's the website? Where do we go to and i'm like well well right. you know the corner isn't one right. you know so um, I think USA BMX seems like they employ. They, they've stepped up their game, yeah, though, yeah. as far as their But they're only going to do their own stuff, for so sure, that's fine. For sure. You know, and there's still a lot of other stuff going on around um, a national lifestyle. That was a pause because the gardeners came back. <laughs> but we were talking about the We were talking about. Uh, media, media. Media. Lifestyle, you were saying something about? Just the. I, Go back to saying I think there should be a hub where there's a, a good website, not just for racing, but for for our thing, you know, yeah. for for racing, all pump track, just something that's all kind of lumped together where people could go. Like we, you know, we did twenty years ago. We'd all log in on computers in the morning on AOL and log into BMX Mania. Yeah, you know? Jerry, where are you at, Jerry? Well, Jerry's floating around, but I think it's. I know it's you need. It's, and, and I'm not saying pass the torch. It, yeah. It's it's you need a young like I was going to say to the USA BMX. They hired I think his name's Justin. Yeah, just some guy that's on his phone. Is at the races. He's doing little interviews. He's doing videos. He's doing you know you like you've got to have somebody young that's wants to travel. That's good with a video camera yeah. and a phone that knows everybody. Yeah. and that's a 20 year old kid. It's not you even. It's not me. No. It's like we're too old. We don't want to do it. You know mm-hmm. I don't want to no. go to 15 flights anymore. Are we part of the problem, Dale? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but we're doing, we're doing our own little bit. I, I chose which piece I want to be in now. Right. And, and, and you focus your on lane. You yeah, pick yeah, pick lane. my lane. I think that's what you have to do as you get older. Um, but anyway, I, I think there's and, and I think there's money to be made out of it if you do it right. Totally. You know? Totally. That's and why it's not like, hey, guys, we need somebody to... Yeah, like, that's yeah. the other thing I, wa- I think is a mistake. I shouldn't say mistake, but I think is... Um, the conversation goes, we need mainstream media or TV. It's like... No. No, you don't. No. Hello, TV is like 
No one's watching. Have it. you seen the Oscars? Like no <laughs> one's watching. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're watching, but not in the same way. No. I mean, the kids are kids definitely aren't watching. Yeah, it's yeah. like maybe we need a YouTube channel or yeah, you yeah. know, or a, whatever that entity is. That, digital, yeah, yeah. It just needs to be digital digital. out it's there. Not yeah. about having ABC or NBC come no, and film the race. They ain't watching it. The kids definitely ain't watching yeah. it. You know, I mean, exactly. So um, there's a lot of different channels, I suppose, but the platform. I think if it was done right, the industry would support it. You know, yeah. a young kid, you know, could could get enough industry support and sponsors. It might two or three kids maybe probably need to do it. Yeah, you know, but I I think there's opportunities there. You know, you know, like Bryce Betts was on the verge of. I know he did stuff with Mike yeah. at BMX News, but a couple of Bryce Betts. Yep. You Congratulations, know? Bryce Betts. He just graduated UNLV. I think he has one test, and he's I done. thought he was working now. Yeah, he's working it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, doing yeah. it all. Yeah, yeah. Good for Bryce. But anyway, that's my little thing on, on, on media, you know. Um, do you want to move on to... Uh... We have the race we could talk about. All right. So we both logged in. We Jason both logged us. in. I watched, uh, I watched the face... No, I watched the YouTube feed. Right, yeah. I watched the YouTube feed. I do have a... I think I have Olympic channel. I do have Olympic channel, but there was a couple things I had... Hoops I had to jump through and I was traveling. But I watched the race... Um, track looked fast. It looked big. Uh, good to s- I mean, so here's my interesting thoughts of the race. Good to see Graf win, obviously. He's been knocking on the door for a win forever. Um, and if you want to hear all the congratulatory stuff about David Graf, go listen to uh, Coffee Chatter. <laughs> um, good to see and impressive to see uh, Liam Phillips, Liam Phillips's squad, I guess, you know, all those guys that Liam is working Swiss. with and women that um, Liam's working with at the UCI, UCI training facility, they all, I mean, a lot of podiums. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's cool. And then obviously Swiss domination, which is, you know, Simon Marquardt getting his first win in his first main. He's a strong dude, isn't he? He is almost past Graf at the finish on the second day. Uh, so good I think that's what fired Graf up. Because probably. that dude, I think he said it was his first main yeah. and, and his first win. And I think obviously we all know Graf's been waiting to get a win, yeah. and that probably lit up yeah. uh, Graf's. You know, it's like when I raced in England, I I didn't mind if I didn't win if you beat me or Greg right. Romero or Gary Ellis yeah. or Danny Nelson or Christoph, but I did not want Jamie Staff to beat me right. or Dylan Clayton, and I think they feel the same right, about right. me. You want to be the best from your country right. at the time, you know, and I think that probably lit a fire under. Graf, yeah, yeah. and uh, he backed it up and, and won the next day. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, so that's crafty vet. I, I think they secured two spots for the the Olympics. I'm sure they as did. Well. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I think Graf said he wasn't going to uh, Colombia. Colombia. Why would he? Yeah. I mean, if you know you're going, and all the stuff that's going on there now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you know yeah. you're going to the games at this point, mm-hmm. if you're in and you're confident. Well, I think that's where his um, experience, because I was following the the the, the European e- round, EUC, EUC the, yeah. the the cancellation weekend, and, and Graf raced the first day, if you call it race, but did the couple laps before it got cancelled, and then he pulled the plug. Yeah. And even though Sunday did get cancelled eventually, he was already like, he was like, I've I've read checked it. out. It's like I've got what I wanted. Feel good. Done. Yep. Out. Yep. That that's veteran. Yeah. Veteran move. Yeah. You know? And I you know? don't get me wrong. I love racing, and I think. It would be good if more racers raced, for mm. sure. Uh, at 32, though. Yeah, yeah, you choose your battles, um, yeah. At 32, yeah. and given the the fact that he is going to the Olympics. Yeah, he got what he wanted. Yeah, you want to play it smart, because in theory, he only needs to be fast one race this year. I think Graf got last weekend, over those two weekends, um, what Maris did in 2012. Yep. Where Maris, he wasn't dominating. Sam yep. was winning in America. He just needed, the, he just needed a little bit. He of got a, that. Papandale Lane yep. 8, you know, that and we've all like, seen. Okay, he's, he got that and he's like, got it. Yeah. Off home. Yeah. Time to get ready. Yeah. Program. You know? Yeah. It's, it's in there He now. got that confidence yep. and, and I think Graf's kind of same little path maybe, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like so. a, it's like a, I call it the thermostat. Right. Like he set the thermostat. Yeah. He's like, okay, this is, this is the right temperature. Like, you, you know, it's funny when you watch somebody, you go to someone's backyard barbecue mm-hmm. and there's just some, you know, they put a steak on the grill and they keep flipping it back and forth. It's they know like, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to flip it once, man. Right. You know? Mm, experience, yeah. You don't have to overcook this thing. Like, right. Like, you try too hard. So. Yeah, no, that's definitely experience kicking in. For so sure. I think, For sure. um, I, I watched, obviously I watched the race a bunch of times, but I went, I think Manuel De Vecchi 
was yeah. posting a lot of the finals. Yeah, so yeah. he was doing it from a different angle. And I think I was saying to you on the phone a few days ago, say how old graphics, not old, but how older, yeah. 32, just the backsides on the jumps. Yeah, and yeah. Just, uh, if you watch it from Devecchi's thing, you see all is yeah. you see it from kind of a little bit behind. And uh, just how just perfect on those jumps, you yeah. know, compared to even a lot of the younger guys, you know. Well, and David, from what I understand, he, he picks apart everything. I mean, uh-huh. that's just kind of his, mm-hmm. I think, the way his brain works. Um, everything from equipment down to the track and where to find speed. And um, and what did, he, what did he say? He said something really interesting about the bike. Um, but just about, you know, like if there's free speed. I'm going to take it. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, which also, I think, comes from his mountain bike kind of, his mountain bike experience. Swiss skiing and, as well, maybe Swiss down. Ski, yeah, <laughs> but all that stuff. But but just having that perspective of, yeah. you know, finding those just kind of extra, you know, like I said, free speed. Marginal gains in England. Yeah, marginal gains. It. I like it. Yeah. That's it. Oh, good job for David Graff anyway. And definitely, like I say, he's going to be uh, one of the favorites of... If, yeah. when, Tokyo. Um, Zoe Clayson's very, or Clayson's? Or she's going to, like, the next couple of years, when a few of these girls drop out, the next, I mean, she's yeah. going to dominate, yeah, right? Yeah, she was yeah. really looking <laughs> scary, comfortable out there. Good style. Good style. Um, it's funny, but, I used to race her dad, and her dad was kind of sketchy. Wow. Good guy, if you're listening, Vincent. <laughs> kind of, and I said right. on his, he posted about it today. And, and well, uh, yeah, she's, well, she, she's she, rad, she, yeah. That's good, she evolved yeah. the brand. Yeah, she yeah. She evolved the brand. Um, Smolder Sisters going to the Olympics as a as a one two punch, I think. And the Judy Bauer, I think she won on Judy Saturday, Bauer, yeah. so that so punches that's her a ticket. Very formidable Olympic team, Bauer and both Smolder. So pretty. So Kim Manny was in the main on Sunday, third. I saw he made a good move. I give it to Neek. I think um, still warming up. I, they haven't that's raced I'm much. Going with it. Yeah, that's I'm same going as Kai. They haven't been racing much. Yeah, that's right. It's Kai there. Actually yeah, looks super composed. Yeah, you know? like they're still warming up. Yeah, yeah, I think again, if you know you're going to the big show, yeah, yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, I, even though Kai, I think on uh, Kai on, had a shot on Sunday. Yeah, when he won the semi, three, pulling up for the last jump in the last jump in the first straight. Mm-hmm. I think he, there was a little bit of a of a. Front wheel came down a little early, and someone dove on him in the first mm-hmm. corner. But I think, other than that, he might have gotten or been in third coming out of the first. That was corner. a good showing for his. Uh, yeah. I think it's but yeah. Mains, yeah. Huge. Won the semi on, yep. on Sunday. Ross Cullen getting into Maine yeah, too. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah, I was always interested how he was gonna, you know, do do with the big guys. But he definitely strong kid as well. Yeah, and nice kid. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, good to see him in the main as well. So I looked again. That somebody posted the. Um, I think 15 posted the how many riders per country. And yeah. Still looks like GB's only going to get get one. So yeah. I think it's going to be hard for him or Quillen to get that second spot. Unless yeah, Quillen he went crashed. down yeah, the week con- before. Concussion, so he didn't race. So not able to race. Uh, the French guy's looking fast, for sure. All of them, all 10 of them. For sure, right? Yeah. yeah. So. The P- Pilard, it was, yeah, they was first and second on Saturday, and yeah. I think they both messed up on the second straight. Right. The Pilard still got second, I think. Right. Um, but yeah, a handful of fast dudes, and Joris wasn't there as well. So Neither, no Connor, no Joris, no mm-hmm. Corbin. Mm-hmm. So be good seeing them in Colombia. Yeah, no Elise either. No Elise, who was on the news last night. Awesome. I text Sam. There's NBC was NBC, right? That's the Olympic That's channel. That's the Olympic. Yeah, I just happened to be on the news yeah. last night, and uh, there's a little segment on her, and, and it was going to like coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, thing on all these Olympians, and I guess they're doing a piece on Sam and. Uh, and Elise, which was cool. perfect. Um, any more takeaways from the uh, World Cup? Um, I saw one girl. I'm mis-announcing from... them. Yeah, okay. I didn't, I, didn't know if, yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that. Um, yeah, I miss Colin So what's the deal then? It went from BMX Live to uh, Olympic so Channel? as far as I know, the UCI went, I guess, the Olympic Channel. I don't know what production company's producing it for them. I think... Um, the announcing is done remote, so I think those announcers were in Madrid at some at a studio, um, calling the action. It was good that Shanae's is there, was there on ground as a, she actually raced BMX at the highest level, so that's cool. I thought the announcers did okay, but I, you know, I, yeah. I just wish, yeah. you know, I, you know, if you're not a BMX person and you're watching, which I doubt there. Jason, you've been too nice. You've been too. My nice. point yeah. is this. It seems like 
and it doesn't have to be me. Although I would like to do it, but it seems like they can find BMX people to go in that studio and do the announcing, whether it's Rich Eames Neil. or Neil Stewart yeah. or myself, or they pull Craig Reynolds out or bring Mike Redman over. Or, it goes back yeah. to the media thing. There's nobody. Who's who's the UCI? Is it Kevin anymore? Who, who's know. leading the ship? Who's the? Know. There needs to be guys in places that yeah. kind of delegate, and it's just somebody in UCI. Okay, we need a TV. They don't care who's really doing it. It's just well, delegated out, you know. They should because I think there's nobody there think, batting for BMX think, racing. Because I you think know? with um, with mountain biking, it, it definitely there's people it there. Definitely made a difference. Well, I think Red yeah. Bull have a lot to say. They're for not sure. going to put anything out with some kooky announcers Correct. on, you know. Correct. So they they and I just saw that I think they Tracy Hannah and somebody else has come onto the thing yeah. with Warner. Yes. They're, they're, no, they got they're, they're expanding. Yeah, they're expanding. Yeah. But they, we're, we're that, and it goes back to that same first Olympic cycle in '08. BMX racing is great at giving gigs away to other people in other industries. Yeah. You know, we don't take care of our own, you know, and nothing against the other people. They're all good yeah. people and stuff, but we should, there's enough great announcers that could, could, well, have, could be think, involved, you know? I would say we probably, I don't know. I don't know how that TV deal worked, honestly, like, or how the production works. Maybe the production people bring in their own people, but, um, but I do think, I I think there was room to kind of fight for a ABMX person to announce it, mm -hmm. you know, because when you got the announcer talking about Nick Keeming really knowing how to pump those turns, right? It's like, <laughs> come on, you know. Um, anyways, so but the, at least the the other announcer knew what a case was on a jump, right? I suppose so. Yeah, disappointing. Like I say, there's there's enough people now that um, this is me trying. This is me really working hard not to be too salty about it, but yeah. Um, and by the way, it's not because I didn't do it. It's because of the sport. And I think a BMX announcer or bike announcer, you know, I mean, geez. Tony Hawk talked yeah. about it a little bit. I might have said this on a previous podcast. It was on Joe Rogan. I think it's on Joe Rogan. I listen to a lot of any podcast mm -hmm. he does, I'll listen. He talked about skateboarding being the Olympics. And he's like, I think he's an, some kind of ambassador for the Olympics. Yeah, of course he is. Which I think we've even got that in freestyle BMX. We've got guys in place, I yeah. think. Anyway. It's like, I'm there to kind of keep an eye on stuff and kind of overlook stuff and make sure it's not kooky and make sure that we are portrayed. That it's still skateboarding. Yeah, and that's why I think I'm really interested in watching skate. I've already been watching the U.S. stuff, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the qualifications yeah. and stuff and the media and yep. the sponsorship. And they're keeping an eye on their own sport as it goes onto the big stage. And we didn't do that. There's good, good pieces that have yeah. come from BMX racing, but there's a lot of kooky stuff as well. But here's the thing in skateboarding. And this is, this is on... I'm going to say it's on us. And when I say us, I mean everybody. In skateboarding, if if the general consensus in skateboarding was Olympics is stupid, we're not doing it anymore, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And if you did do it, you would just be essentially outcast, right? Um, I think. Or it would be very hard for you to kind of get back into the core group. In BMX racing, you know. If you know if it if it was kooky or lame or whatever, there's still going to be you know. Well, I mean, for instance, remember the ABA race where <laughs> it was wet and it was like super dangerous because the hill was painted. Back east when we back east when we race. Uh huh. And then, but then who? But then there was like a couple guys that showed up on the hill. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's always someone's going to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that's. Yeah. I can't fault somebody for wanting to make well, a living. No, no, but definitely. But but as a culture, mm -hmm. you know, we Don't we protect, tend to not protected. We tend to really be <laughs> be in it for ourselves, mm. like individually. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I agree. Whereas skateboarding, you know, to its credit, they protect their. Well, their I met gear. I met one of the video guys. I did a thing. I posted it on a GNC. The, I think it GNC is Global Cycling Network. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did a thing on history of BMX. So mm -hmm. I got contacted and, uh, and they came to my house and did a little, just a little segment with me. But they sent um, a video guy out, Joe Krolik, I think I'll say his last name right. But anyway, he, he worked for Vans and he's, he was a skateboarding video guy. Mm -hmm. And so he's involved in Team USA, um, all their, their video and promotions and sponsorship and stuff. Yeah. So he's been sending me links and stuff to some of the stuff they're doing, you know, on their camps, their national championships. And it's just so professional sponsors. It's just, just, just everything looks good, you know? And I'm like, wow. And we don't, we don't have, have that in BMX racing. You know what I mean? So 
Yeah. Unfortunately, that's their first time in. So, and it's already. Well, they also have a lot more. It's a bigger industry. Right. That's the other thing. I mean, there's, from a resource standpoint, but, uh, you know. The national teams. Skate shops compared to BMX shops, right? Mm -hmm. Skate deck sales compared to frame sales. uh, And then all the kind of extra, the, the, the grip tape, the wheels, the. The you know skateboarding drives fashion. Yes, like it drives culture, right? You you even if you don't skate, you might want to look like a skater. Right. BMX. I'm not trying to down. I'm not trying to like dog on us, but I'm just saying that we we don't drive culture. We 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 follow a bit, right? Yeah. So like you can tell a BMX or an airport. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know when you're going to race, you may not have seen that person. You're like, okay, they race. You can just look at them and tell. Yeah. But it's not like people are looking at um a bmx or per se and saying oh man that's that's my look i right. want to get this i want to wear this to school on the first day yeah unless you're a bmx racer so from that standpoint it's you know skateboarding is has got a lot more it's cool looking. experience yeah yeah and and Putting those pieces in place, yeah, and infrastructure, yeah, and putting those pieces but them in place guys, and money. But the to guys get those involved, in place. I, you know, the, the, they're the, all core to their sport. They're though. they're they're all the guys, but they're kind of looking in to make sure it's done yes. right. And what I'm looking in, and, and some of the links that Joe sent me, it's like, man, this is cool. I think it's sponsored by Nissan or somebody like yeah. that, Milk or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got major sponsors already, you know, yeah, uh, for the national team. So, um, I think the one of the main things is right. Yeah, our culture is not um, image culture. Could be, could be better, you know. Maybe we don't need to be on TV or we don't need bigger sponsors or this or that. We just need to work a little bit on the look and make BMX the best it can be because it well, is what it I is, think, you know. I, and the other thing is I, I still say I think BMX still, especially racing, but it does, in my opinion, need to kind of – not need to. It would be good if we were bundled with or – Piggybacking. Piggybacking a bit of – you know the mountain bike stuff because there's they're so mountain biking is cool when you and walk, it's cool, uh, yeah to look but it's at. so applicable yeah. i mean mm. wearing the same helmet mm-hmm. wearing the same shoes wearing the same pants jerseys um obviously a different bike we're hitting jumps we're hitting corners right mm-hmm. so there's a lot of applicable applicable um there's a lot of crossover there yeah 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 um and anyways what are you gonna do <laughs> anyway so, to wrap up the media part, I just think it could be a little bit better, you know. It could. And, and there's enough people there that I think want to do it and want to be involved and aren't, you know. And it's just a shame that there's nobody in there batting to get those people in, where I think even last year you had Pete and Emma. Yeah. I think made sure that you and, and, and Rich and, and BMX people, and there's a lot of good announcers in Europe, you know, that are yeah. involved, you know. So, even at the track and stuff, you know. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so... We'll see how it goes at Columbia. Um, moving on to anything else, Jason? I saw an interesting post yesterday on, I think it was Rusty Dial, that, that talks a little bit about the Rockstar oh, track in Houston. Yes. No one was there? Nobody was there. I guess Rusty hasn't rode for a while, so he went out to the track. On rusty s- was Rusty? Rusty was a little bit Rusty. Went out to the track on Saturday morning, and he said there's only five people at the track. Mm. And, and, he, and he made a post. He says, why, you know, I want some feedback. Why is nobody there? And somebody said it was down to the scheduling changes a lot. Well, obviously, the COVID. And then a lot of people said they go to this other track. The track was just too hard for a lot of the younger kids. Even you know? on the amateur side, it was too hard? I guess, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, so to me, um, I think... A good example of why that's a problem, or at least a decent solution, is because I, we hear that a lot, especially in the U.S. You know, the tracks are too difficult, and so they make tracks easier um, to get more kids in. And I get that you you want a safe place, especially to introduce new kids or young kids to a sport. But my pushback is in Europe, France in particular, the and I remember going there as a pro. Like top ten in the world, like mm-hmm. really working hard on the third straight just to get it mm-hmm. normal, right? Like, can I take this third straight? Yeah, right. Like the like the fourteen year old whatever mm-hmm. there local kid. Um, but the difference is, they they can have, I'll say technical. I don't want to say hard. They can have more advanced or technical tracks because there's instruction mm-hmm. at the track. So 
I know in San Diego, San Diego BMX and Chula Vista BMX, shout out to Tyler Brown and great job. There's instruction. So the track, and by the way, I think I don't think the track is like overly advanced or scary, but my point is I'm confident that Tyler could probably build whatever he wants on his tracks mm -hmm. because there's a there's a beginner night, there's an intermediate night, there's a you know there's mm -hmm. a you know there's all these different classes, BMX classes you can take before you even have to get on the gate with you know little ripper 10x kid who wins all the nationals, right? So you can go as a five year old or fourteen year old or thirty five year old and take a beginner clinic mm -hmm. at this track and figure out how to ride it before you're thrown to the wolves. So I know that's probably difficult for a lot of local programs but i i would also argue and say well that's that's where you probably can gain a lot of yeah income mm -hmm. <laughs> as a local program yeah is is catering to you know teaching the sport teaching the riding teaching the skills and that's what i do with my camps get exactly yeah you, on, you, on friday you we have and kids who sometimes barely even know how to ride a bike yeah we literally do we had a young girl that couldn't last camp she could not ride a well she could ride a bike sorry she did not want to get around the track mm -hmm. on saturday uh, on the first day on monday but by friday she was loving it dad had already bought her a new bike and yeah and they're 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 in it you know so but what we do do on camp on friday tyler comes over at the end of camp and we we talk to the parents we invite the parents on a friday and we explain you know this is the track when it you know just all the yeah, when it's open it what's going on and then we talk about tyler's beginner leagues and then i say yes. okay the ones that want to Continue because a lot of one like we want to carry on straight away. What do we do? And there's not another camp, you know, one of my camps for a while. So we introduce them to to Tyler for the ones that want to take the next step, you know. And it's been working great. It's kind of like a feeder program, you yeah. know. And like I say, he's doing like you just kind of said, he's doing different levels of coaching and, and camps and training, you know, regular every day, you know. So. Yeah, my nephew goes yeah. to my nephew has not raced yet, um, but he 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 just got a new BMX bike, a new Chase, and. Um, He's he'll be racing as soon as Friday Night Lights is finished. Yeah, but he'll also he also feels comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. His parents feel comfortable letting him race now because he's learned how to ride the track. Yeah, I understand. Cool. Anyway, so that might be the answer as to why Houston might be scary to some people. And then too, I mean, you know, every place has its own vibe, right? Like in, that's and who knows what traffic patterns are at that track and all that other stuff that might yeah, preclude yeah. people from going. So I'm not just going to blame that, you know, there's no coaching, but there's a lot of things. But I, my comment was specific to, um, you know, people's pushback around the track being too difficult. So if the track, you know, make it easier if you want more people to come, if you're not going to offer coaching, but if you're offering coaching, well, then mm -hmm. that kind of solves it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, Another topics here. I don't know. What else do you have on your notes? I'm just looking at mine. I think we kind of hit it. Which UCI World Cup. Uh, oh, I tell you what I wanted to shout out. Um, Anthony and the guys in England are writing a history book. Uh, it's called We Are Rad. We Were Rad. We Were Rad. It's a Facebook group, and uh, it's the whole history. I posted a couple of times over the over the months. Um, just documenting the history and just BMX from day one to... Um, you know, freestyle racing, oh, cool. and the guys have done a great job. Um, they're they're in the deep of doing the book now, and uh, they're going to come on and do. A, I'm going to do a podcast with them in the next couple of weeks, so keep an eye out for that. Super cool what they've been doing. You know, just documenting the sport, and uh, yeah, happy to to help them guys. And I uh, thought it'd be cool to get them on here and uh, talk a little bit more about the book and the launch and all the cool stuff that they do. Yeah. So uh, I've got that you, coming up. You know what we didn't cover? What USA BMX National. How's it going so far? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. So they were at, they were supposed to have a race in Vegas. Which got canceled. That was last they, week. That was Kingman last they, week. They moved it to Kingman, Arizona, which is Harry Leary's track. track. Yeah. So that was a good race. There, was no pro, there wasn't a pro series, but it was a good am I watched. Cause it the, was. Yeah. It was a lot of good yeah. racing. And, and USA BMX doing a great job, actually, of keeping you up to date on what's going on race weekend by... You know, posting yeah. cool laps or cool race laps that have happened and their style checks. And um, I guess they changed the schedule. Yes, I think they took away They took away Saturday Saturday's practice. practice. So that caused it. That's, that's a bit of a, I don't know, I don't say controversial, but definitely if, if one is driving in the wee hours Friday night after work to get to a race, to race Saturday, Sunday, and there's no practice on Saturday, that's definitely... 
suspect. And then I read a comment so from. So it makes uh, you think like, so are all the tracks going to get watered down even further so that they can just run it? So I did like they were finished. Like I, even though I wasn't there, I just put oh, myself in that look, position. Nobody like wants would, to yeah. be at the track for. Yeah. Well, maybe as a kid, you wouldn't mind being at the track for thirteen hours. But right. nobody really wants to be at the track for thirteen hours. No. But um, which the block schedule would solve that? We all know that. Um, and actually. I want to hear from the AB from the USA BMX. Why don't you do no like as an honest question, not yeah. argumentative. Like, why don't you do the block schedule? You can private message me, um, but I think it makes sense for a lot. Well, of people. we're doing that. You know, we got the state race in San Diego. Tyler's BMX. doing the block schedule for the. State I did races, the one yeah. he did a couple yeah. months ago, and it was awesome. I had lunch. This is I raced on Saturday. I had lunch at twelve, chilled out. Yeah, left my house at one thirty-two. Got there for practice at three thirty, I think, till like four. Yep. Raced at four thirty. I was out of there an yeah. hour. Yeah. You know, I was like perfect. And they're doing it again this weekend for the state race. So yeah, I I agree, Jason. It'd be interesting. Why I'm sure they thought about it for the nationals. I don't know if it's like a vendor thing, um, but there's one people there all the time. But I don't. But the thing is, if I don't know, I think uh, there's ways to incentivize people to. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, if you want to stay, mm-hmm. you can still stay. Yeah, and watch yeah. racing. Mm-hmm. Um, and with vendors, I, I, I would imagine a lot of people still wait. They, either you need it Friday yeah. to race or you're going to wait till Sunday when they're closing up and they have things marked down to try, <laughs> try to buy something last minute. Yeah. That's what my dad used to do back in the day. Right. Um, <laughs> anyways, so, yeah. Anybody, you know, anybody from the ABA actually want to have that conversation, let's have that conversation because – and by the way, like I think it'd be good for I'm sorry, USA BMX. I'm not trying to dead name you. Um, it's me being old, not you. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people talk enough crap online. Mm-hmm. Like, but it'd be good if people actually knew why. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think I was I was looking at one of the on, on No Holds Bar that was talking about it, and no. I think Gmo came on there and asked him what he wanted yeah. some feedback, which is cool. They're asking for feedback, um, and I think I'm sure he said something like, "Well, we, somebody said." You know, well, there's no practice on Saturday. What? What? It's like I think Gmo says, if they were going to be there, they would have been there for the three day national anyway, so they'd have probably got it in. Which not necessarily would they? Yeah. No, that's. Uh, I think that's a bit. No, because I, I might have worded that wrong, but I, I think mean, that was the vibe. Well, I don't know. If, I didn't see that comment, but to me, that's that's not a smart comment because, and I was a national kid, and. My dad was not pulling me out of school. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was I can I can think of two races where I would miss school, and that was it. I yeah. mean, I was I was the kid in on the airplane with my race pants on. Right. You know, he was the Andy Contest before him. Yeah. Well, I, you know, Andy Contest always flew in late. Yeah, like, yeah. Friday and night I flew after in school. Friday, yeah, yeah. I had to go to school. Yeah. I had to go to school. So um, I didn't. So I would have made practice. But but even still, I mean. I don't know. I mean, I get it. I, I don't blame ABA f- or USA BMX for. Um, I mean, because if people want to race, let them race. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you can make an extra buck, do it. However, to just think, oh well, if they're there, like I could tell you right now, that's what's keeping me from racing. Not yeah, the practice, yeah. but the, the Friday truth. thing. Yeah, it's like I, do I don't want to. Yeah. It's just not worth it for me to go. It's too long. Um, live there for a week weekend like that. Um, there might have been a time, but. Yeah, I want to. I want to race one day. Well, we always mean you always consider uh, Arizona. You know, the conversation only starts. About I love racing in Phoenix, going. and then as then I want to look at ra- being in being at the track for thirteen hours. Well, for it's three like laps. We I've done it a few times where I've been there Friday. I can race Friday, go to bed late Friday night, no big deal. Saturday, and then out of there Saturday night. But now because. Which Saturday is good. night is 12 p.m. Yeah, so or to, 12 a.m. And to drive back to California is like it's, it's so that you might as well stay till Sunday, and, right. and it turns in that's what kind of put me and you off before. Um, I guess it's a good problem to have that a lot of people are racing right now. Oh, I love that a lot of people are showing, but up. just three days is at least for the, I guess for us that have been around for a long time. I, yeah, it's not, I think they not, should. Yeah. I, I even like the three day races. I get that too. I just just not for you. you. The, the not the not having practice because that does affect people who who just can't make it. I mean, and there are people who can't make it. Mm-hmm. Like, they work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I but I don't know. Maybe they have data that say it doesn't matter. But in general, I think this year they've upped it with the pros. The pros yeah. are racing more prize money. Yeah. A lot of the, I, everyone's I, showing dude, up. Honestly, USA BMX, especially kind of emerging from this COVID thing, like, honest, if you are not 
if you are not headed to the Olympics or Olympic bound, I don't know why as a rider you're not here in the US. Yeah, yeah, especially some Euro guys. Going yeah. for it. Yeah. I mean, they are racing, they are paying. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can find some family to stay with or whatever. You could probably clinic your way. Yeah, yeah. You know, to, to put some money together and, you know, I, I'm, if you're sponsored, I'm sure your sponsors would love it. Like, I, to me, that is a no brainer. Come yeah. to the US. I'm and surprised race. a few more of those tier two Euro guys didn't. Oh my yeah. gosh. There's tier opportunity. two or three. Yeah. I mean, the, the, just the experience alone of, um, well, you know what it's like to be the Euro guy showing up at a BMX track. Like, mm-hmm. you have people all over you just because yeah, you yeah, have an yeah. accent and you, yeah. you know, you're from somewhere else. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe now, cause I think people are starting to get chopped from the Olympics. Some guys will, yeah, maybe realize, hey, I can still go to the U.S. and have a pretty good good season. You yeah, know? I mean, so. that Atlanta race looked great. Yeah. The track looked good. Shout out to the Hatfields. I like that race. I don't go. I've only been a I few would times. Love it. Yeah, yeah I would. so I still want. We I talked still about want to going there. Yeah, Atlanta, yeah, yeah. Nashville. We so should go there next year. We should. Yeah. Well, we could do it on our tour. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Atlanta. Low key. The, well, I probably should include a couple races, but we'll see. Right on. But yeah, in general, props to USA BMX for, for sure. Uh, it seems they, like they yeah. stepped it up in the pro yeah in the no. pro ranks and their um, their social media and. Uh, and they're paying. They're mm. paying these these people. Yeah. So I think this time last year it was like, oh, do, is it even worth having a pro now unless you got Connor or Joris? But now it's like, you know, so are we sponsored Alec? Oh, it's out there doing these smaller nationals as well, and there's pro races there, you know. So I think, uh, as Tyler says on our industry, is that there's opportunity to make money in BMX if you want to go out and find it and get it, you know. Well, it's, the band makes yeah. money on the road. Yep. Absolutely. That's just, that's just the way it goes. So. Cool. Anything else, Jason, or are we, we're done? I think we're done. The gardeners are starting up again. Apparently, the yard next door just needs a lot of work. I think they really do. They do. I don't know. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I don't know when the next one's going to be. Like I said, I think we're going to do one in the next couple of weeks with uh, the We Were Rad guys. We um, Rad. And uh, I'm sure we'll do more as uh, summer continues. Cheers, and uh, catch you later. Peace.